Hi, my golf friends, and welcome to a special series on Above Par. This is all about playing to your potential, especially looking toward the 2022 season. Over the course of the next five days, I will share with you what is required for you to play to your potential. I will offer two skills or truths each day that people who perform on a high level do or strive to do on a daily basis. If you want coaching on any of these topics, make sure you join me in the off-season mental boot camp starting soon. You can go to kathyhartwood.com to find out more. Number three, bring on the emotions. High performers know that they are responsible for how they feel. They do not blame outside circumstances or other people. They know that they produce their emotions by what they choose to think. It is never a lost match, missed putt, or nasty comment that created a negative emotion. It is always the thought about it that creates the feeling. This is emotional maturity, and it is required for you to play at your highest level. So often we blame outside elements for our results or our feelings, and when we do this, we give up so much power and control. For example, I hit it OB because there was a group behind me. I couldn't concentrate because Betty was talking too much. I got a bad bounce and it screwed me up for the rest of the hole. When we believe that these different elements affect our performance, then the next time we are in that situation, we are going to get the same result. The truth is that none of these situations caused your result. It is always and always will be what you choose to think about it. When we convince ourselves that we can't play well when people talk too much, we feel powerless. Kids are a great example of emotional immaturity. They are very reactionary to their environment. Not getting candy makes them angry. Kids saying mean words to them makes them sad. On the course, junior golfers often struggle to deal with the wide range of emotions golf can deliver in four hours. That is why you see volatile reactions from throwing clubs to tears. It is so important to teach kids this concept early on. And unless we are taught how to deal with our emotions, we remain emotionally immature as adults. I am not saying that we don't get upset or angry or frustrated. I am saying that we are choosing to feel that way by what we decide to think at that moment. An emotional, mature person doesn't blame it on something or someone else. He takes complete responsibility for all the emotions positive or negative. This is an example that I use often. Two cars stuck in traffic. In the one car, Bill is pissed off because he is going to be late for a tea time. He sits in his car seething for 15 minutes, telling himself how much it sucks and always happens to him, and he won't get a chance to warm up, and people are idiots on the road, waiting for traffic to start moving. Once it does, he weaves anxiously in and out of the cars as he heads to the club. He pulls into the parking lot, comes to a screeching stop, rushes to the first tee, whips out his driver, swings fast and short, and hits the ball in the water, and carries on to have a miserable hole or day. He explains and blames it away to traffic, as if everyone on the planet would agree that sitting stuck in traffic for 15 minutes is a horrible, rage-inducing thing. That other car was Bob, who was binge-listening to an amazing podcast, probably above par. He was also headed to the course to play, but knew that he had choices on what to think at that moment. And he chose to take it as an opportunity to finish his beloved podcast and relax as he headed to the course. 
He decided to think that he has played well in the past without warming up, and today could be that day as well. When traffic cleared, he calmly pulled into the lot, opened his trunk, said hi to Bill as he pulled out his clubs and walked calmly to the first tee. Same circumstance, two totally different reactions. High performers strive for emotional maturity. They take responsibility for how they feel and how it affects their results on and off the golf course. Number four, life and golf are 50-50. High performers know that life is 50-50. This is a concept that I was taught from Brooke Castillo and it works in golf and sport as well. Life is a combination of positive and negative, good and bad. We spend so much time trying to get around this. We we spend so much time trying to get around this truth. We feel bad about not being happy. We feel like we should be happy all the time. And you absolutely can. You just have to feel good about bad things. We are going to spend 50% of our time on the negative side of motions. We are going to spend 50% of our time on the negative side of emotions. Yet if we aren't willing to experience negative emotions, then we will quickly try to avoid or resist them. And society offers up many opportunities to buffer those emotions away. Drinking, eating, Netflixing, phone, gambling, drugs, etc. This does nothing to And society offers up many opportunities to buffer those emotions away. Drinking, eating, Netflixing, phone, gambling, drugs, etc. This does nothing to the negative emotion other than mask it with a big-ass dopamine hit. When the negative emotions come up, instead of hiding, quitting, or raging against them, we can welcome them as we are supposed to experience on our way to our goals. Playing When the negative emotions come up, instead of hiding, quitting, or raging against them, we can welcome them as what we are supposed to experience on our way to our goals. Playing golf sets us up to experience negative emotions, frustration, anxiety, worry, pressure, disappointment. It is part of the game. There is no way around them. Yet so many golfers want to feel good all the time. And that would require you to never have a horrible bounce, terrible bogey, bad finish, or lose in a playoff. When you can look at golf, just like life, that is going to be an experience of 50-50. There is always going to be some good and some bad, some positive and some negative. Then we can accept them when they come. Playing this game and striving to achieve more is going to require you to be uncomfortable. When we can accept that as part of your journey to performing better, then we can stop wanting to feel good all the time. When we feel negative emotion, we know that discomfort is the path. High performers are willing to experience any emotion. They know that these create high performers are willing to experience any emotion. They know that the they They know that they create emotions with their thoughts and that emotions are just chemical reactions that cause vibrations in our body. We may feel them as our heart beating faster, our stomach flipping, or our jaw clenching. They are not physically painful, just uncomfortable. When we 
When we resist them, they grow and become stronger. When we can breathe into them and when we can breathe into them, they just vibrate, get processed through our bodies and pass through. They may come in waves and come and go, but as long as you don't react or avoid them, they don't need to affect your performance. 50% of the time, we need to allow for negative emotion. If we can open up to it and breathe through it, instead of building a game around avoiding them, we will perform at a level we never thought possible. If you've enjoyed listening to the Play to Your Potential series, you must join me in the off-season mental boot camp where I teach and coach you live in a series of workshops. I cover the five steps to build a strong mental game, how to really play to your potential, and how to self-coach in tournaments for better results. The first workshop is in January, but save a spot now and take advantage of a free bonus through the end of December. You can join us at kathyhartwood.com.